Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. tuned in to the free range human show of choice your daily dose of reality radio and 80s rock power ballads this is the clay edwards show i'm of course clay edwards we are live in the clay edwards show.com studios with our guest local uh white liberal rabble rouser outside agitator himself mr sean york Cron. good morning sean good morning clay good morning jackson uh let me just say this i can't make an argument against it so is total eclipse of the heart the greatest song of all time no, it's not, but it's good. It's good. It's not the greatest song. It, of time, okay, so but I like it. All right, so it, it leads into my question of the day because it's Friday. Let's have mm-hmm. a little fun on top of all the uh, culture war stuff. Right. First, the very first time I heard this song would have been the late, the early 90s. Now, let's say 93, 94, somewhere in there, whenever young, a young Clay was about 17. Right. And it got me to thinking, what's the, well, let me finish. The first time I ever heard the song, me, the Shumpert twins, and their brother Brad, and I can't remember who the, the other Shumpert part. twins, Missy and Mindy. That sounds like a really good story off air. Miss, <laughs> like, you know what? Okay, anytime, anytime we talk about twins, but mine goes places. But yeah, we were all literally just friends. Okay, and we grew up together. So there was the Shumpert twins, their older brother Brad, and I don't remember who else was with us. Maybe Judd Kavanaugh. I, you know, anyway, I, I can't remember who all went. And we went to New Orleans at seventeen years old for Mardi Gras. Oh, nice. Now, the lie that I told my parents was I'm staying at Brad's Shumpert's house. Okay. And, of course, we end up at Mardi Gras. But you were with Brad. And, yes, correct. Me, his sister, so technically, Brad, and two or three. It was two carloads of us that went down there. Okay. We listened to four songs over and over and over. <laughs> you uh, had to do that back in those days, remember? Because if you really liked the song, you'd have to go to it on your CD or yeah, CD, or if it was yeah. on your tape deck, you had to use all you'd have to rewind back to it, which is really annoying. Yeah, I think it was CDs Kids out there, and it's way before burned CDs, so you actually had oh. to, you had to rotate, you know, or maybe you had a CD changer. Oh, that's right, because you're two years older than me. So what, seventeen? You said that was what ninety three ish, ninety three, ninety four. Okay, that's right, before burned CDs. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah. So we listened to "Total Eclipse of the Heart" by Bonnie Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mother, no, so five songs. 
Mother and Unchained by uh, Danzig. Oh, yeah, I and just love that song. You and Far Behind by Candlebox. Great song. And those were the only songs I listened to over and over. So all of those songs are burned into my brain about the time I snuck down to New Orleans from Mardi Gras, 17 years old. What happened to Candlebox? Whatever well, happened to Candlebox? Man, they're still rock and rolling. They're doing their farewell tour this upcoming uh, summer and fall with Three Doors Down. Oh, really? I would have yeah, thought gonna, their farewell tour was 20 years ago. I didn't know. I haven't heard of them in forever. They, I they, love them. But. They have milked all they can milk out of, out of two songs. Yeah, right. I mean, because there were those really – I mean, of course, all through music history, there's been a one-hit wonder band. We all know about that. It's kind of a band. And, but uh, in the 90s, there were some of these bands that came out with these – like the songs that they came out were so good that you almost don't look at them as a one-hit wonder. You know, mm-hmm. like the Cranberries, right? Yep. Like I, they're, they're, I think they had what is that one song that everybody knows, and I couldn't name any other one of their songs. Is it Zombie? Zom- right, Zombie. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, or, I mean, they, uh, Bad Wolves redid that, and it was a huge hit again. That was gr- just a couple years ago. Yep. that was terrific. I, I, yeah, yep. yeah. And you're, you're right. And Candle. And here's why I think a band like Candlebox has been able to survive as long as they have because there's only one original member left, the singer. Mm-hmm. Now the original band does get together once a year for a hometown show in Seattle. Right. They just those guys just aren't into it. Whatever. But Think of all those grunge bands, dude. There, there's only like two or three lead singers left alive. So if you if you grew up and you like grunge, yeah. And I mean, I don't really consider Candlebox grunge, but they're from Seattle, from that era. Is that era right? We call know, it all. It all just lumps into grunge. It, it right? does. And if you're if you're into that Seattle '90s nostalgia, man, you don't get a lot of chances to see those bands because they're dead. Yeah, it's so funny that you bring this up. I just it's. It's crazy Other we're talking Pearl about this today. Jam and Candlebox. I was uh, walking out in my office. I've told you many times. It's right on Lakeland Drive, and the people in the office next to me yesterday. One lady walked out with a Nirvana shirt, and I was like, "Oh my god, a Nirvana!" Sh-. I immediately got to Amazon and bought one. Yeah, yeah like having this '90s nostalgia. I mean, I know Alice in Chains is still playing with a different lead singer, but mm-hmm. it ain't Lane Staley. Yeah. Of course, I'd still love to see him. You know, neither here nor there. Alice in Chains, you can't see the original lineup. Chris Cornell's you know, gone. Nirvana can't see the original mm-hmm. lineup. Soundgarden can't see the lineup. Yeah, you know. Those were your big, other than Pearl Jam, those were your big bands. And Eddie's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah and Pearl Jam still still does that. Yeah, I knew that, right? You know, but so Candlebox is really, yeah. What about like Silverchair? You remember them? I do. I remember Silverchair. But weren't they from Australia? I think I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think they are. Yeah. So all right. So my question of the day is this: What's the biggest lie you ever told your parents? And and in the in the vein of. We were supposed to be spending the night at my friend's house, but we went to New Orleans instead. <laughs> you know, like, like some we're just built a little different. You guys sneak your phones into bed when you were kids and got on got on Facebook late or TikTok or Instagram. I snuck down to Mardi Gras and almost died. <laughs> yeah, and we were yeah. we were coming back and got lost and ended up almost to Texarkana too. That's another story. Oh, I'm willing to bet that anybody that I mean, I assume kids do that today. Well, I don't know. I have a story about that too. But in the '90s when we were kids. I bet every single person that grew up in the Jackson area has a secret trip to New Orleans in high school. Everybody's got to have one of those stories. I just can't believe that unless you were just one of those kids that weren't yeah. willing to do it. Like, I mean, I, I don't know anybody that didn't do that. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts involved there, right? Mm-hmm. To to hope you don't break down and have to call your parents and like, well, hear me out. No cell phones in those days yeah. either. Remember that. So you got to go find a pay phone. If you, Calling card, kids. It's if a neat you thing. broke down, if you broke down... Between New Orleans and Jackson, bro, it was a walk somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we can even walk to the rest stop in Brookhaven, you know, yeah, or wherever. I mean, yeah. Man, look, there, I remember I was coming back from Yazoo City one time, and my truck motor blew up, and it was pouring down rain, and this 49 North here. 
Right. Coming back somewhere between Yazoo and Flora, my truck breaks down. Dude, you couldn't see, it was so dark outside, I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. Mm-hmm. And this really nice old black guy saw us walking, and me and a buddy of mine, Jason Cap, pulls over and lets us jump. It's pouring down rain, mind you, but they didn't have room in the front of the truck, but he let us get in the back of the truck and gave us a ride all the way up here to one of these gas stations. You couldn't pay me to stop at now. <laughs> Yeah, and I went to a payphone, yeah. called my dad to, to come get us. You Did know? you mind like the ones on Meg Rivers? Yeah. Yeah, the ones that there always there's a, a Kenneth Stokes holiday sign. Always. And you know, if there's a Kenneth Stokes holiday sign next to your gas station, it's probably not that safe. No. Just, uh, you know, that's. No, let's, uh, Somebody texts in on the Guns and Gear text line. It says, "Don't forget about trips to Daiquiri World." Hell, I didn't. Lie oh about yes, it. I did that too. Thank I didn't you. Thank you, Texter. To, yeah, I didn't lie about going to Daiquiri World. PJ's was there too. Do you remember yep. PJ's? Yeah, it yep. burned down. Yep. It burned down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the the girl I'm seeing now, we actually dated in that in that time frame that that Heinz Community College mm-hmm. time frame, and I mean, we we had, I was going over to Daiquiri World one night, and it was a rough it was a rough rough day the next day, but. <laughs> We were talking about it the other day. We'd gone over to Vicksburg. And we're like, we're like we should ride over to Daiquiri World just for old time's sake. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been there. You know, I've actually went there, um, I don't know, maybe like a year ago. Or like, I've been there several times over the years. I still go by there mm-hmm. whenever I when, – before we had – excuse me, not – before we had the lottery, I used to go over there. It. And you know that gas station yep. right there, the, the, the cross from the porn shop? Mm-hmm. You can go – and I'd go get tickets. Chevron and, with the drive through daiquiris? Yeah, and then yeah. you go – and then there's that biker bar, the, the Loho. That's that place. Is it the world? It's called the, the, it's called the world. That place is pretty – if anybody wants to go in there and just try your luck to not get killed – no, you go down. Oh, it's, it's a laid back. Bike I like it a lot. I actually, I, I go there. I used to go there all the time. That right. was actually something. And they have a burger in there, and it's called the best burger yep, in the world. Yep, it's good because it's a burger in a bar called the World. I thought the bar was called. Why did I think it was called the Loho? I don't know why it's I thought it was called the that. World. The World. Okay. Yep. And so everything in there is the best in the world. Yeah. And then they got the strip club next to Daiquiri World still. The Long Branch Saloon. The last time I went, it was still. I stumbled across I mean, I went it. into the strip club, people. I'm admitting that. Yes. And it was still open then. I stumbled across <laughs> it on Facebook one night. One day last week, and uh, they had some kind of biker fundraiser or something there. So I, at the strip club? I, yeah, I perused through the photos for a second. I was like, I can't put any of this stuff on Facebook without getting kicked off. And here we are. A strip club is just very blatantly advertising 99% naked females. Can we bring the studio equipment to the strip club in Dakar World and broadcast from there one day? That would be a podcast. That would be kind of funny. I don't know how, go. <laughs> how that would work. I don't know how it would go over in the we, mornings. Ladies and gentlemen, we the strip club at Dakar World. The uh, bring back all your childhood memories. <laughs> well, that kind of sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have very many childhood memories from the strip club. I mean, well, I mean, teenage memories from the strip club next to Dan uh, Daiquiri World. I'm sure there's many guys in their forties that are listening well, see, well, that have those memories that I do. Okay, so that was <laughs> the original Daiquiri World. Yeah, yeah, and then they built that new one beside it. Right. But what was it? Wednesday or Thursday nights? It was uh, five dollars get in, all you could drink. Yeah, but that strip club was always there. There was a, this been a strip club there, as far, as far as I remember, or maybe it was another one, you know. And of course, it's almost thirty years ago. So. Yeah, I mean, I just remember there was some the worst. And PJ's hangover, was across the street. Worst hangover I ever had in my life was a day after a Daiquiri World. Oh man, okay, yeah. And it was that day that I discovered that fried pork chops um, were are the cure for a hangover. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I thought I was going to die. I went over to Paul Melton's house, and his mom had cooked some fried pork chops. And I ate a pork chop. <laughs> See, I discovered that vodka was the cure for a hangover. Well, that usually that. was what works for me. That still works. <laughs> that still works. Uh, we got some texts on the guns and gear text line. Let's uh, clean those up real quick. And we're going to get into all kind of stuff today. But uh, it's Friday. I like to have a little fun. Uh, Chad says, Losto on Eagle. 
Is that the name of that? Is that the name of the world, Chad? Is that what that's you're what I thought? Right, like the low something. Low, I thought low ho, but if you, you might have the right name. So. Uh, somebody uh, unknown texture says, "I say we were going to the mall and end up at Inez's I, well, I, I, on Gallatin or I, the one on eighteen. I probably checked your ID. Did you work at, the, at Inez's? I worked at uh, I worked at about four of them. Well, cause the only ones I ever went to are the ones on Gallatin and the one on eighteen. I was in my public speaking engagement last week. I told mm-hmm. an Inez's story. I um, I had a fake. I, everybody knows about my fake ID story. I'll, I'll rehash it again one day. But so I had a fake ID, and I would sit there. I was at seventeen, working the door at Inez's mm-hmm. with Inez, checking everybody else's ID to make sure they had one. And uh, my, one of my favorite things about Miss Inez, she never saw a fake ID. She didn't think was real. Right. I mean, that's what I. I don't. I mean, I, the one time I ever went in that play, I was. I think it was open before I was ever twenty one. Obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't. Yeah, I thought that was the place you went underage, wasn't it? But I mean, that's where, that's where. So, I mean, it was an actual bar, but it was definitely the underage bar, like the horseshoe was on uh, 80. Yeah, right, the horseshoe yeah. on 80, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there were certain places when you were under 18 in Jackson that you could go drink, uh, or uh, 21, but I'm talking about like when I was in high school. Yeah. Inez's was one of them. You could go to the Cherokee sometimes on State Street, and I would sneak um, into Martin's back in the day, and yeah, then they would serve I mean, me. And, and, and of course, uh, oh, God. Before Joseph, though, by the way, so if he's what's listening. The, what's the little place? What's the little place? It was a just a, a landmark right there in North Jackson at Triangle Mart right behind. Oh, the Dutch Bar. Yeah, thank you. I was the Dutch Bar would serve you, too. Yep. Yes, man. Good uh, God, stuff. I wish somebody would open the Dutch Bar. I mean, I know it would be kind of dangerous everywhere it is now. That's actually right next. I was there yesterday right there because my vet is is in Triangle Mart. And, um, and take a... Go ahead. Uh, yeah, my vet is in Triangle Mart, mm-hmm. so I was. You know, every time I go over there, I'm like, oh god, this is right where the you know, Dutch bar. But that's kind of a, it's kind of a shady area now, though. I don't know that I oh, down here. there down there on what is it, East Brook or East Haven or right over there to the to the right of Meadowbrook. If you're looking at Meadowbrook mm-hmm. Shopping Center to the right, you know where the gay bar is always at. Yeah, well, used to be there was one right there at that. I think I think it's still one again. Is there one again? Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, okay. I see a lot of stuff on. I think it's called Shades. Maybe. Huh. I, I see it online all the time. I thought it was, wasn't it called Bottoms Up or something like that? <laughs> yeah. I'm, they got to stop with that. <laughs> they gotta, let's take a call real quick before we take a break. I, I saw a gay bar real quick in San Francisco one time that was called Does Your Mother Know? I thought it was the greatest name I've ever heard for a bar. <laughs> Does Your Mother Know? That's probably one of the biggest lies some of these people have told their parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Huh. I'm gay. <laughs> hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, what's up, brother? Best bar we ever had as young people was you know that I, was that place right there across the river Dacker River wasn't that the name of it yeah, that, that's, yeah, yeah. it was Dacker River we were talking about that a minute ago mm-hmm. man we used to go we used to go to you know Horseshoe or go to Buffalo Chips which Buffalo Chips was a pretty cool place too that was the first bar I was there. ever an owner of Where's the, where was that at? The old Mississippi Bar Nothing and right over there next to we had two locations next to Bar Nothing uh-huh. the Bar Nothing on 18 at Spring Ridge yeah and then out there it's Smith is where Smith Marine was next when it was located next to Shuckers that's so right you had, yes you had the one on 18 Clay yeah me and Chip did what what happened to that thing man did you what happened to that thing well after I was involved let me make sure we're clear about that um it burned down. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I know there was a lot of rumors and innuendo at the time that there was some oh, insurance stuff. A but, friction fire. That's what we call the DA's office, a friction fire, you know. But, it, the- <laughs> but I, I, I don't, there was no upside to that happening. Right. You know, I mean, may, maybe the old man that owned it burned it down, <laughs> that owned the property. I don't know. He's dead now. But I know that there was there was no reason for the for the people who were leasing the building to burn it down because it was a money printing machine. You know, there was a well, house. you know, there was also one around the corner off 18. What was it called? Uh, the Eagle's Nest. 
No, it wasn't Eagles. This has probably been around 99 or 2000. The warehouse. Uh, no, 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 no. They called it Little Pops later on. That's what I'm talking about, Eagle's Nest. It was called the Eagle's Nest, and then it was Little Pops. And it, it's called Crossroads now. My friend Lindy has owned it since her father passed away back uh, gotta, about 20 years ago. Wait, i got to ask you this. What, do, what is a bar general? I mean, a good nightclub generator on the night? I mean, depending on – okay, let's just say like my clubs, the dance clubs, or we had a big band or something, you got a 1,000-plus people in there. Uh, man, you can do – Twenty thousand dollars at the bar, and you know, figure however much at the door. Now, if you're pay, if you got to pay a band, uh, that that's the draw, like a headliner. You don't really make no money at the door, even no matter how many people are in there. But if you got a DJ and you got a thousand people in there, ten dollars a head, it, it, it adds up pretty quick. Okay, so that's one of them deals where everything is said and done, you make five six grand a night. Yep. Yeah, but the problem is, you know, nowadays you got to be in a good enough location that people feel safe coming. Rent's going to be so high. You pay rent seven days a week. People ain't coming to a club two, three nights a week at the most. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, man, yeah. I've got my nieces and nephews. I've talked, they don't go to, and young people I talk to, they don't go to nightclubs anymore, man. And that's something I hate they're missing out on, man. That's what Clay and I talked to, about that before. They go to yeah. these little bars, and that's about all they really got anymore, man. Yeah. That's, all they, that's all they got, you know, I mean. They ain't, most of them ain't going to Jackson. They ain't going to Freelines. They ain't going to these places. I don't even know if Freelines is still open, but these you know these dance clubs are all in Jackson. Yeah. And uh, the the like, well, like, I'll just say yeah, it: the yeah. white the white crowd ain't going. They're going out to Shuckers and places like that. And they do go to uh, they do go to Old Tavern. They do a, da- a DJ a college night there downtown. Yeah, but I'm just talking about. Do you remember back when we went to go? Everybody used to go to spring break in Panama City for Viva Spinnakers. None of the big nightclubs at Panama City Beach are even open no more. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I read that this, and Clay and I have talked about this on air, that the younger generation doesn't enjoy the club experience as much. And this is not just a Jackson Center thing. It's like nationwide where they're, I mean, I think it's because they're, you know, they're always on their phones and they're communicating that way. So, like, that's just like this huge social interaction that that group is just not interested in anymore, which is I unfortunate. Got, I, I agree. Got, you know. I got a good friend of mine, and Clay, you may, may, may know David Rowe. Uh, his band tours all over the country. And. Well, I remember back, we were in Jackson one, oh God, probably 2010, 2011. I looked around and on a Friday night at 12 o'clock and there was nobody in this bar. And me and here were talking. I said, David, I said, there's nobody here. He said, it's not just here. He said, it's everywhere in the country. He said, that recession pretty much killed the nightclub scene for the most part. Well, see, that actually, that most of them are recession proof. You know, people just, you know, anything to do with alcohol is typically recession proof. People just ain't going out. I mean, a younger crowd just ain't going out. Like we like going out on Saturday afternoons and Sunday afternoons. I like the day crowd. But look, brother, I got to take my break, man. I appreciate you. All right, have a great day. All right, you too. Collar, stay on hold. We'll get back to you after the break. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkron in the studio with me on one zero three nine WYAB. rules when necessary. Woo-wee. If y'all had heard that off-air conversation. <laughs> but hey, look. Go you have you a good off-air conversation today at lunch at the Gathering Restaurant at the Town of Livingston. Right there on the corner of 463 and 22 in Madison County. It's Friday in Mississippi. You know what they have for blue plates on Friday in Mississippi, Sean. What do they got? Fried catfish. Fried catfish. That's a, that, is a, that is a southern tradition on Fridays at a blue plate restaurant. Mm, and, uh, so that look, does sound pretty good, though. And they also have... Uh, Let's see here. No, that's on Tuesday. All right, yeah, so on Friday it's fried catfish. But, hey, look, man, you need somebody to host a 
you're hosting a party, you need catering, they got it all. You can have a party there. You, they can take care of your catering, the whole nine yards. They've also got a midweek menu. Uh, it looks like a dinner menu here. Uh, you can get two entrees for 20 bucks, or two people can eat for 20 You get your choice of one appetizer, uh, deviled eggs, wings, bone-in or boneless, I mean chicken nuggets, Korean or buffalo, pimento gratin. That sounds so good. I love like potatoes all gratin. I bet pimento gratin is amazing. Go, uh, go. Spinach dip or the, or the appetizer. You get two choice or you get two entrees. They have Southern Cobb salad, summer salad, Livingston Market salad, chicken panay, chicken parmesan. Sorry, Bolognese, the Highway Twenty Two burger. And, of course, Dumbo's Chicken Sandwich, which is amazing. I have had the Dumbo's Chicken mm-hmm. Sandwich before. The, if you ever get a chance to go out here and get the fried chicken. it's My it's buddy great. was bartending there a few years ago when he was living in. It was, yeah, it's good. It's a good place. They have a Nashville hot fried chicken out there that's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Really? Mm-hmm. So get out there. Check them out for lunch today, Friday, fried catfish. And, of course, hey, so much more than that, man. They got a full menu and all that, too. That is the gathering at the town of Livingston. All right, let's take a call real quick. Hey, caller, you there? Yes, sir. Clay Edwards, Dirty D. What's up, Daryl? Man, you know I got to get in on this conversation. I know you do. <laughs> you were a part of so many of those memories. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, I'm a decade older than you guys. Hey, so let's clear up a couple of things. The Losto is at Eagle Lake in Mississippi. Got now, it. Across the bridge, obviously, y'all are correct about the world, strip club, and, yeah, like he said earlier, that's been that strip club's been around as long as I remember. So. Yeah. Thought. Anyway, but back to the craziest story you ever told your parents. Now mine is insane because I'm a little older than you guys. But in 1984, which tells my age, well, I'm old as dirt, so you know. No. Uh, in '84, me and Trevor Palmer's brother. We're wearing silver and red spandex on Highway 55, which you couldn't do that nowadays. <laughs> well, but, but, you know, it was, it was acceptable. It was acceptable to, to be a hair metal band. In Memphis. <laughs> 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 and a fucking I mean, a darn 18-wheeler guy picked us up. An 18-wheeler did what? An 18-wheeler driver picked us up. Could you imagine doing that? That's great. Two guys with spandex on. I look back at that and go, man, I cannot believe that wasn't the Golden State Killer or something. (laughs) Y'all were pretty. Now, y'all were some pretty young kids, but you weren't that pretty. Oh, yeah, we had the full makeup gig on. It was Motley Crue opening for Ozzy Row in 84. Oh, now, wow. Now, let me give everybody some context that here who don't know Daryl. Daryl has been in bands and still to this day had long hair, looks to kill, dressed to kill. I mean, he, he's looked like like he stepped out of a Motley Crue video circa 1984, since 1984. <laughs> That's awesome. So. Hey, yeah, and I still do it, even with, even though I'm OLD. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so about 30 years later, when I was living out in California, I got to tell Nikki Six that story. Oh, wow. And he was like, man, that is the coolest story ever. Heck yeah, and bro. on the way back, we couldn't find a way back, but we literally found a couple of guys from here that were in a pickup truck, and we rode in the back of the pickup on the way, all the way back to Jackson. 
Oh, dude, okay. you know, I think about the ways we used to pile up and travel to get to concerts and things. It was, it's a wonder we ain't all dead. I mean, if, if you even thought about doing that kind of stuff nowadays, it would be, you know. Yep. All right, but brother. Anyway, I just wanted to call in because you, know, you guys cannot forget and leave out the Midnight Sun and the Edge, baby. Oh, no. can't remember. Yeah, definitely the Edge. <laughs> the, and the Midnight Sun, for sure. Yeah, and I was actually a part of that club, and Clay Edwards was up there underage quite a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clay, Clay was ev- everywhere underage. I was not exclusive to, to any one particular place, I promise. My fake ID worked everywhere. And then another cool story I want to throw in there, and I'll let y'all go, but uh, we were, I was living out in L.A. playing with Leif Garrett, the teen idol. Oh, wow. And we, uh, we boogied through Jackson to do a show at the dock and then we ended up at crazy eight over at clay's club and that was good times that was a good time man i had a fun fun hanging out with Leif. yeah good times all right homie anyway i'm enjoying the show this morning man y'all keep it going keep it real appreciate it brother music. all right stay safe and that's your buddy uh daryl daryl Okay, when are we going to get to hang out with Daryl? Because I want to hear these stories. Oh, man. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Daryl, just make it happen, brother. Just make it happen. <laughs> you know, that's a, yeah, it just reminded me of, a, have you ever read the um, Motley Crue biography, The Dirt? Mm-hmm. Which is, they made it into a Netflix movie. Sure. Yeah, I've got the books on my bookshelf at the house. The book is incredible. The book is incredible. Yep. The movie, the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. Then the second time I watched it, I liked it a little more. The third time, I think they casted it poorly. They could have done a better job with the casting. But if you watch it like... Three times, it actually gets a lot better. The guy that plays Vince is not a good fit. Right, right. But the guy that uh, – uh, Machine Gun Kelly absolutely nails Tommy Lee. Yes, yes, he does. I right. don't think they could have got anybody better. Mm-hmm. The uh, Vince character was just horrible, though. Yeah, like, the, yeah, it doesn't look like him. No. Nothing. And it just, it just didn't pull oh, it the, off. The Mick character is pretty bad, too. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's kind of funny though. Yeah. Like at least, at least he was a little bit. The, the Vince guy just throws the whole thing off. Yep. And I mean, again, if you watch it like three times, it gets a lot better. I got to enjoy. it. But I just, it's one of those movies, and of course, there's a lot of movies. Because I loved the, it, so I'm not. I'm not hating it all. But you're you're correct about the the miscasting. Yeah, the miscast. I mean, no, I I don't hate the movie, but the book was one of those books that is so good, right? That I guess maybe anything was going to be a letdown after reading it, and I, I know that's a lot of books. There's some books that you can read, and then the movie is better, and that's far, uh, you know, far and few between. Mm-hmm. Like The Godfather, I don't know if you've heard the the movies are far better than the book, in my opinion. Gotcha. I, I didn't even know there was books, so that tells you. Yeah, Mario Puzo wrote the books, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, talking about hearing Daryl's story. So here's a little funny story about telling stories: is every time me and my girlfriend go out, we run into Daryl. Mm. And he gets talking, and he starts telling the story. I'm like, please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> don't tell the story about you? Yes. I'm like, I'm like what is he going to say today? Um, when I lived in L.A., I lived with Daryl. Okay. Me, Daryl, Chops, Kimball. Yeah, Bo's. Uh, Bo's buddy. Yeah. We all had a little studio apartment right, right over there off West Alameda Boulevard. And one of the funny things about L.A., and there's a, there's a god-awful picture of me and Daryl at, uh, at a rock and roll rave called Cherry. It was in one of the big theaters down there. Yeah. The whole thing, you just dress ridiculous. Man, I have bleached blonde hair, some bug eye looking bright yellow glasses. I'm wearing some furry yellow, some black shirt with furry yellow sleeves. <laughs> I look That's ridiculous. Awesome. I look, you know, believe it or not, I don't think Clay talked to a single female the entire time he was in LA out there looking. How old were you? I was, well, it was 99. Okay. So I'd have been 22, 20, 24. 
Hey, man, we were just talking at the break about uh, clubs and stuff, yeah. and, and the, my Miami experiences in my early 20s, I was wearing clear sunglasses at night and a tongue ring, so yeah. I think you know, all of us had our, had our yeah. moments. Well, I, was, <laughs> I, I looked like I'd fallen stri- straight off the turnip truck <laughs> and went in and said, dress me up. Yeah. You know, like I like I'd come from the, like I'd come into the future from the past, like huh. like Marty McFly. Well, I was going to say right when he pretends you know, like he's Darth Vader. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, but look, one of the things that really sticks out in my mind, and we got to take a break. Um, we were going through a Taco Bell drive-through there in California, and it was talking about, I had my win in Kansas, no more Toto moment. Mm-hmm. You know, in Mississippi, you go to the drive-throughs and you get to red lights. And what do they have? What do people post on like light posts and stuff? Garage sale. Yeah, sure. This that missing the other. pet. There, there was a gay for pay 500 scenes. Oh, okay. On the signs. Hey. I was like, oh. 500 bucks a scene to make? Okay. Yeah, I was like, gosh, dang it. I'm not in Mississippi anymore. <laughs> I, I think it was that day that I called my mom. I was like, I won't come home. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios with Sean yurt And this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Patina Hair Salon. Law enforcement, you got two more days, or really you got today to make your appointment to get your free haircut for Law Enforcement Week over at Patina Hair Salon. They're doing them through Saturday by appointment only at Patina Hair Salon right there in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Uh, you can check them out online at Patina Hair Studio. I said keep saying Patina Hair Salon. I apologize. Patina Hair Studio. Patina Hair Studio right there in Ridgeland. You can check out the website, patinahairstudio.com, or check out their Facebook page, Patina Hair Studio. I'll give you the address here real quick. Uh, located right there at 108 South Maple Street, if you're familiar with the little Ridgeland area. That is um, get off the Ridgeland exit on 55. Go right. Like you're going to 51 and through that little old town Ridgeland, and it's right there on the right, big brand new building. You can't miss it. Gorgeous, gorgeous facility. Uh, manicures, pedicures, cuts, colors, and a style that you can actually replicate at home. I'm telling you, me and Sean had this conversation the other day. It's one thing to leave the shot, leave the leave <laughs> your stylist looking good, but can you replicate that style once you get out of the shower the next time? And that is something they specialize in there at Patina Hair Salon. So check them out. And again, they're celebrating law enforcement week over there this week. They're cutting law enforcement hair for free. Uh, get you get you a new style, get you a fresh cut. All you got to do is make the appointment. There's no walk-ins, unfortunately. All right, that's Patina Hair Studio, proud new sponsor here at the Clay Edwards Show. Shout out to Tina and her crew cutting it up over there. All right, my friend, we have uh, 
kind of bumbled through the first hour here just talking about nightclubs. Yeah, and, right. And, Again, yeah. we didn't intend to talk about nightclubs. I don't even know how we started that conversation. Uh, oh, it was a, you played that song, and then yes. it turned Told into, the nightclub story. Turned into an hour of people uh, calling in, which we appreciate. Yeah. Everybody's got their Jackson nostalgia stories, which are great. One thing is actually, Clay, you may remember this too. The one event I feel like is like the perennial event in Jackson history in our age group for some reason is the Bush concert in 1996. I was there. It, so was I. And it seems like everybody you know attended, that's our age, attended the Bush concert in 1996 with Goo Goo Dolls opening for them. Yeah. Anyway, you know, well, Bush was supposed to have been here opening for No Doubt. Right. And that's they had to cancel for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I guess that, I don't know if that one was before or after, but yeah, I've definitely the Bush concert was something else. Yeah. Uh, we got a text here. Unknown Texture says, uh, my first club was Stardust. It was right next to Pops. Oh, I definitely oh, went yeah, to Stardust. I, that, yeah. I got, so I've always had this history of beefing with strip club owners. And uh, John Adams owned that. And we did not get along. <laughs> so I was in there one night and there were some guys there that had, uh, like the girl I was seeing, it was her new boyfriend or whatever. And, I guess it was like, yeah, it was, is in past tense. Anyway, we got in a fight, and uh, I got thrown through a sheetrock wall. <laughs> that was uh, the fun times there at the Stardust. Uh, let's see here. Chad says, uh, we couldn't afford to go to bars, so we had the Swamp Oil Railroad. Ask Sean about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, there's a, there's a, that's out in, off of Highway 18 in Puckett. Yeah, yes. Oil Railroad. Got it, got it. Uh, <laughs> Richard says, um, Never, never forget the Lamar. Yeah, see, I, I was too young for the Lamar. I mean, that, that was way before my time. And uh, there's some people saying the Hunt Club and the Ramada Coliseum. I've been to the Hunt Club in my adult years, though, actually. Yeah. I went by there maybe like, as late as 2008, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it outlived its usefulness, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but as life goes. Um, uh, Anthony says, I had an uncle that owned a club in Jackson years ago. Well before our time, called the Carousel Club. It's now known as Pop's Saloon. Hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, hearing stories about when that was called the Carousel. Debbie says, Clay, you haven't even mentioned the Roman Coliseum and the Ramada South, the Hunt Club. That was what happened. That happened to play. That was that playback in the day. I'm sorry. I just Oh, she goes, that was the playback in the day. The Probably. Ramada, the, the club in the Ramada? Yeah, that actually. That, she I, said I, Roman Coliseum. She meant Ramada. Yeah, it's got all those little columns inside. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a hotel you stay at when I used to get, when I was married, I got kicked out of the house would, the first time that I could stay over there. It was cheap, and they had that club in there. So that's how I know about that club. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, unknown Texture says, uh, I'd say we were going to the mall and end up at Inez's. He goes, Yes, fake ID. I went with your buddy Wayne. <laughs> uh, Justin says, The Low Stowe. Is the little is the little bar at Eagle Lake? Gotcha, gotcha. I, I have been to that actually. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said, "Oh, it's talking about get, Kevin says somebody getting into bars underage, rolling the hand stamps." Yeah, that's right. You know where you were right. trying to yep, replicate? Yeah, I forgot about that. Do like a Xerox copy of the hand stamp. <laughs> yep. And then uh, one more here uh, says, "Don't forget trips to Dacker World." Yep, got that one. Dagwood says, "Bonnie Tyler." Was thought of as a female Rod Stewart because of her ha- her raspy voice. Yeah, I mean, I, did, I look. I like that one Bonnie Tyler song. I think that song standalone is one of the greatest songs of all time. Mm-hmm. That's a good song. I mean, it's, it's, of, of that era, anyway. I'm gonna add it to my uh, 
Spotify list right now while we're speaking about it. My buddy Chad says, nobody's going to talk about the recovery room. You know, Chad? Oh, dad, that place was great. Thank you, Chad. My dad's place. My dad's best friend is Matt Hodge, who owns the recovery room. Now it's a, what? A, it's the, it was it's called green, the, it's just called the room now. It, they, they moved over there to the corner of, a, to the corner of 80 in, a, in Gallatin. Okay, they used to be in Fondren, though. Yeah, and now it's a sub shop. Oh, yeah, it's right, right, right. Because they, they closed it. It, it, I mean, it was in Fondren until like the, you know, 2010, 11, 12, well, right? And, and, until they made them move out. They yeah. Did, they just didn't renew their lease. Well, okay. Yeah. They I hated that place. is awesome. Yeah, they didn't go out of business. Okay. You know? I didn't know. I thought they did. I didn't know they moved. Yeah. They just moved right over there on the corner of, uh, and it's still all the same old crowd right there on the corner of, uh, 80. In a, it's in a rough area. 80 and what? 80 and Gallatin, right across our t- University Boulevard, right there across, uh, the street from the Terry Moore. From the Terry Moore. Yeah, I've got some good stories from that place. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a good one the other yeah, day. Yeah, I told you a good one, yeah. That's good stuff. We'll remain off air. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break real quick, come back, close out the first hour. And hour two, we're going to get into some politics and whatnot. I know we've got some uh, headlines I want to run by. And a revisit from the other day. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Sean yurt Karan, and we'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, y'all looking for something to eat tonight? How about Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's located right out there at Fannin Mart on the Res? Shout out to my boy, baby Fred Harley and his family. They texted me last night or called me, and we're on the way to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, nine different frozen daiquiri's, pasta, burgers, the fried dynamite balls as an appetizer and more with a full-service bar. Open daily at 4 p.m., and they're up there slinging pies late. You get down at Black Axis, throwing axes, you get hungry, walk down to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Have a pizza, chill out for a minute, uh, have a drink, whatever you want to do. You can get it to go. You can dine in. You can do carry it. Well, I said to go already. And, of course, they're available on all major food delivery apps, including my favorite locally-owned, veteran-owned food delivery app, Take a Break Deliveries. And hey, speaking of take a break deliveries, when you support take a break deliveries, you're not only supporting one locally owned business, you're typically supporting two. And if you use the promo code CLAY601, all caps, you're supporting three locally owned businesses in one fell swoop when you use take a break deliveries and you order from somewhere like Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. And uh, hey, if you're hungry this morning, you want breakfast, you live in Rankin or Madison County, take a break deliveries is now delivering breakfast. Go check out their website, takeabreakdeliveries.com. The food waits. They wait on the food. The food does not wait on them. It's always fresh, always hot. My buddy Josh is delivering for them out there in Rankin County, so I know your food's getting to you on time. And uh, depending on what I do tonight, I may be uh, putting me an order in at Take a Break Deliveries. Download the app in your favorite app store, or just go to their website on your browser, takeabreakdeliveries.com. Locally owned, veteran owned, food, alcohol, and beer delivery. That's right, Sean. Beer delivery. Beer delivery. Even Liquor though I'm not delivery. drinking right now, when I when when I start again, <laughs> I've, I've got the. When the I'm going to say breaks. Clay Edwards told me to go to Take a Break Deliveries, and you guys can bring me my beer. Actually, when they come to the house with all the beer, that's the first thing I'm telling them. Yes, yes. Uh, are you going to order Bud Light? 
Um, I, I would because I don't care. That doesn't offend me. But I don't. I'm not ordering Bud Light because I because of the trans thing. I'm not ordering Bud Light because I think it's horrible. Like <laughs> that's why I'm not. It's got nothing to do with. I mean, Bud Light could run an ad that said, "I don't like Turkish people. We are anti-Turkish people." And if I like their beer, I'll still drink it because I don't care what their opinion is. No, but, you have to take a political stance uh, on that. What I mean, that's, I'm not going to. If I like something, like you've seen me come in here all the time, my Nikes. I I got a new pair of Nikes on every day. Yep. And Nike could literally go out there and say, "Man, we think Turkish people are evil." and they're all terrorists, and whatever they want to say. Right. I'm still buying Nikes. we got to take a break. We'll be right back right after this. Top of the hour news on the Clay Edwards Show. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.